You're listening to The Big Review Ski on Joe, brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas. See it all with my Omnipass. Greetings, movie fans. You're all very welcome to The Big Review Ski with Omniplex Cinemas and my Omnipass. My name is Owen Doherty, and this week I'm delighted to be joined by not one, but two old film fan favourites, two blasts from the past, two Big Review Ski ex-flames, actually. Mm. So I hope everything's going to be okay in studio. Please welcome, first of all, the one and only, Denise Curtin. Woo! Thank you. I'm clapping for myself. Why? Who knows? Uh, it's fine. Yeah. Um, somebody's got to do it. Self-love, yeah. Somebody's got to do it. And the other person, of course, that we're delighted to welcome back to the show this week is Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> um, it's his third... A round of applause <laughs> for Samuel comes. L. Jackson as well. And Rory is here as well. Cheers. Good to see you. How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm delighted Denise is here. Thank it's lovely so to much. see you. It's so good to be here. I'm glad to be you sitting on these super you. couches. Huh? The enthusiasm you have I'm just for excited you. at seeing yeah. somebody new. You That's know, all. Yeah, look, I don't get out of this studio. At this now. I'm, I'm just part of the furniture. Me and yeah. Samuel, just two couches. <laughs> So tell me this, Denise, did you get your hair done specifically for the show I had today? a feeling this was going to come up. No, I didn't. No, sure? I, should, I should say I did. Yes, of course I did own. Thank got you. this done especially, booked it in weeks in advance, mm. just hoping that you bring me on the show. Rightly so. Yeah. Of course, because you joined us before, uh, because you are your other, I mean, you've got a whole um, bunch of amazing things on your CV. The host of your Love Island podcast. Yes. Do you want to give like a Indeed. big Indeed, yeah. I've got a text every Monday, Wednesday and Friday from 8am recap of everything Love Island. So if you miss an episode, because I know it's on six nights a week, like it's intense, you can catch up on the pod. It's only 20 to 30 minutes long, depending on how long I talk for and depending on what happened the night before. Okay. But yeah, it's a, it's a great recap and I have some stunning guests on it. So okay. yeah. You really milked that plug there. That was quite the plug. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the other thing is you're also Anne Hathaway's best friend. Yes, she is my best friend. You're, you definitely don't agree with that. This Ooh. probably causes you upset. Yeah. But yeah, she is my girl. As is Kevin Hart, my lad. <laughs> okay, yeah. one of each, nicely yeah, one done. one of each. <laughs> um, as I said, we do have Samuel L. Jackson coming up on the show later Here's on. We've my also friend. got Samuel yeah, L. Jackson's my lad. Okay, okay. Well, would you no hush down over there, Sorry. please? Um, we also have some Spider-Man goodies to give away. Um, we had five Spider-Man travel packs. Uh, we're going to announce the winners of three of those this week, and that means we've still got another two to go. Good on you. Oh, you definitely practiced that. Right. Oh, oh. That was the link I practiced the most. Um, <laughs> don't forget to get in touch. You can tweet us at Big Review Ski. You can also check out the Joe Instagram. And please remember to subscribe to the show. And actually, if you're subscribing to our show, you might as well subscribe to Denise's show as well. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Two that for the price so beautiful of one. Of you. Yeah, yeah, it's like we're not paying you. So we need to give you <laughs> something for being here this evening. That hair ain't going to pay for itself, you know. Um, now for this uh, part of the show, it's over to Rory Cashin for the big question. Um, Rory, what have you got for us? I thought it was your big question. See, I told you I spent all my time practicing that other link, and, you, and I didn't even do this but one. But you spent a lot of time learning math just for this episode. <laughs> it was. It was the whole three plus two thing. Um, is it my big question? Then? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Let me see. You ask away. Oh, you're right. It is. Yeah. Mm. So now, though, it's time for the big question on the big review scheme. And for this week's big question on the big review scheme, it's over to me. Owen Doherty. Um, so Stuber is released in cinemas this week. It stars Dave Batista as a guy who hitches a ride with a taxi driver in an Uber, um, but they go on like some kind of like mad action adventure. The, yes, we can, we'll go into further detail when we get to reviewing the movie later in the episode. I've, I have some stuff to say about Stuber. <laughs> Okie dokie. Um, but in honor of Stuber and seeing as there was uh, the whole premise is like based around this exciting taxi journey, I was wondering what is everybody's favorite taxi moment mm. from movie history? <laughs> I was gonna say, Rory, like, yeah. are you okay to go to you now? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Sorry, well, no, I have an answer okay, for sweet. your question. Okay, um, I didn't realize, it's something you don't pay attention to until you ask the question where you're like, Oh my goodness, there are so many taxi scenes in the movies. Yeah. Um, like, they range from taxi driver to taxi. That's a yeah. <laughs> both great taxi Queen Latifah's taxi. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so. She was in Taxi Driver, yeah. Yes. Gotcha. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it actually did require like a little bit of actual research, but then when I happened across this, I was like, of course. A, a duh. Yeah. Of course it's this. Uh, it is the welcome to Johnny Cab scene from the original Total Recall, uh, which sounds like an interesting idea if it ever happened in real life, where you have like automated taxi drivers and they just you just give them the direction and then they take you there. Until he actually 
until you start to talk to the animated kind of robotic driver guy. I'm just going to let you go to a clip because he's tr truly disturbing. <laughs> just <laughs> nightmare fuel. So this is the taxi journey from Total Recall. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Hello, I'm Johnny Cat. Where can I take you tonight? Drive. Drive! Would you please repeat the destination? Oh, anywhere, just go, go! Please state a street and number. Shit. Shit! I'm not familiar with that address. Would you please repeat the destination? <laughs> Fasten your seatbelt. Great film, great clip. Good yes, choice. Thank, Good you. Choice. thank you, thank yeah, you, thank you. Congratulations, Rory, on choosing an excellent moment. Good work. The bit that uh, I love in that scene whenever he's in the back of it, he starts shouting the word shit over and over again. Arnold Schwarzenegger does, not Johnny Cab. And it's just great because hearing Arnold Schwarzenegger say anything uh, over and over again is crazy. He's like, shit, shit. Shit, there wasn't. Ladies and gentlemen, a, this week's other guest, Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. who wow. knew that he was going to appear. Sometimes he just <laughs> manifests himself out of there as well. Um, that was actually a pretty woeful impression, but it's fine. We're all uh, friends here. Yeah. Denise, what did you go for? Yeah, mine's less action, more smoochy smooch. Nice. And sexy mine, taxi journey. Sexy taxi journey, yeah. It's actually, there is a bit of action in it because she oh. jumps out of the cab. I'm on about how to lose a guy in 10 days. Of course. Matthew McConaughey, Kate Hudson, why are you making that face? No, I, go on. This is a great scene where he's like, where are you going? And she's like, I need to go to write. And he's like, you can write wherever you are. And then they, they, they share a kiss and it's great because he's like, hey lady, are you coming? And he gives some money and he's like, bring her taxis, or bring her bags back. And it's just, oh, the whole scene is just. I'll tell you why I inhaled. I really like this movie. Okay, great. Oh it, was a good, it was a good <gasps> inhale. Yeah. You were so quick to judge. Because yeah. Rory scares me. He really scares <laughs> he me. He does really have that does. effect on people. I just, I yeah, get scared yeah. about my movie knowledge around him. I'm like, so my scene is this chick flick. No, a lot of time for this. They were uh, an adorable couple. They were. Um, yeah, go, go, can we just watch the clip? Get some popcorn. Some popcorn, Make yourself please. Thank you. Okay. Here we go. Ben, it's the only place I can go and write what I want to write. No, I'm not buying that. You can write anywhere. I think you're running away. Why don't you save your mind games for your next bet, okay? I am not running away. Bullshit. Excuse me? You heard me. Bullshit. Hey lady, what do you want to do? Take the lady's luggage back to her place. She has alternate transportation. You call my bluff? You bet I am. Now, while that clip was playing, um, neither of you can see this, and everybody who's listening obviously can't see this, but oh, it's kind of it's worth checking out on YouTube as well. Kate Hudson's hair is perfectly framed around your head, Rory, and it looks like you have a wonderful <laughs> mane of blonde hair. In the bit whenever they're kind of talking at the start, it's like because whenever Denise was talking there a moment ago, it's like Rory's hair is fantastic. But that might only be from where you're sitting. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So you get to see what blonde Rory might yeah, look what like. Blonde Rory with long hair. That's what you look like. This yeah. is true. I can't yeah. believe both of you got your hair done for this week's episode. <laughs> I decided um, to go curly blonde just for this week. Yeah. yeah. So Denise, this film means a lot to you. Yeah, it does. It was one of the like films that I kind of grew up watching. And I love chick flicks like 13 going on 30, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, Mean Girls. They were like my tea. So this is definitely one of my favorite films. Yeah. And the taxi scene is iconic. They're not in it, but her slamming the door and them standing with the taxi position behind her, mm -hmm. you know, all makes But sense. that's the beauty of the moment. And that's the beauty of the taxis, because we were saying beforehand, uh, it can be a character. It can be a conversation that happens in a taxi. Or the taxi's crucial in this because it lets Matthew McConaughey let everyone know just how much he loves yeah. Yeah. Goldie Hawn's daughter. It was daughter. taking her away. Yeah, it was but taking her away from him. Yeah, yeah, and he was there on his motorcycle behind it, He's thinking, like, no, 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 come no, no, on, no. I'm going to catch up with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, a beautiful moment. Another great, another great show. Thank Good you work. so much. Thank Good you. Good work. Do you want to hear my one? Yes, I'm excited. Also action-packed and kind of romantic as well. Mm. It's from Die Hard with a Vengeance. Uh. Um, so this was a beautiful couple as well. Samuel L. Jackson, of course, who will be on the show. Do you know what the L stands for, actually? Find this out this week. Leonard Nimoy. 
<laughs> Nearly. He actually has Irish grandparents. It's Samuel Lorcan Jackson. Lorcan? Yeah, Lorcan. Which is insane. But there you go. Were his grandparents from D4? <laughs> Did he it's just okay. shorten it to an L because he was ashamed? No, Lorcan's a gorgeous name. Yeah, I know, but... Mm. Is it not? You no, I, I was like, uh-oh, is your dad or one my of your brothers? brother's is called Lorcan, oh, my Lorcan. bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this is Samuel L. Jackson and Bruce Willis uh, taking a shortcut through Central Park in New York. Um, but they, they do that amazing thing in films where they... Uh, they take the car off the person and they run out in front, flash the badge and say, I'm going to have to take your vehicle, it's for police business. And they chuck the other person out. Uh, so they hop in it and uh, yeah, well, sure, listen, it's great crack because it's genuinely uh, really well like executed. You're like, <gasps> God, yeah, the whole way through. Yeah, like driving a taxi through Central Park is a terrible idea. Yeah, it's not a shortcut. It's, yes. it's uh, grounds for getting killed. It certainly <laughs> is. They're headed east on 70 seconds towards the park. But Wall Street is I got a bad headache. And the best way south is not 95, and it was through the park. Oh, dear. I told you the park drive is always jammed. I didn't say park drive. I said through the park. I got him, Connie. He's taking the scenic route. Get him away! Oh, oh. Get out of here! Are you aiming for these people? No. That scene actually has everything, and by everything I mean action and comedy. It has those two things. I think that's what I look for in everything. I think that's, that's in everything. That's in what everything. That's what yeah. keeps me happy. But there's a brilliant joke in it whenever Samuel L. Jackson is panicking and he shouts at Bruce Willis and he's like, "Are you trying to hit everybody?" And Samuel L. Jackson says, or Bruce Willis is like, "No." He's like, "Well, maybe that mime." He's like, "That's funny." <laughs> that's um, dark, and I enjoy Obviously, that. they're in the middle of like trying to get across town uh, before um, nasty Jeremy Irons like blows up a school full of people. What a bastard. Um, but yeah, Die Hard with a Vengeance was my favourite taxi journey. Shout out, are we allowed to give shout outs to any other ones? Or are we like, we just keep it at those? There's a lot of... Yeah, the other one, that, that, like the first one that came to mind, the one that I thought you were going to pick was another Bruce Willis in a taxi one. What was that one? The Fifth Element. Oh, that would have been brilliant. I thought you were going to go for uh, Spider-Man Homecoming with Michael Keaton and Tom Holland. Oh, what that's taxi? a very what taxi good Oh, because no, he's just a dad giving him a lift to it's the It's a car. Mm -hmm. It's just a car. It's not really a Is taxi. Is that not a taxi? No. No. I thought it was. No, I thought they, no. Drove, they drive past a taxi. But then also the other but one was... But that would be included. They drive past, past, past a taxi. Past a taxi. There's yeah. a taxi. There's a bit of B-roll yeah, taxi works. there. Sure. And the other one was... Uh, oh, Scrooged. Whenever uh, Bill Murray oh, yeah. is driving around uh, with Ghosts of Christmas. That's past. a good one too. Yeah. Another but, one I was going to pick was The Devil Wears Prada. When Anne Hathaway and um, what's her name, Meryl Streep, are sitting in the back of the taxi in Paris, and Meryl Streep is just telling Anne Hathaway that she's basically a young her. Everyone and wants to be us. Everyone wants and to be us. And it's that on. moment of realization that, feck, what am I doing? I don't want to yeah. be like you, Meryl. Yeah, it's a cold one. So I, I went with some. That one too. Thank you. Yeah. You really like my scenes. This is, whoa, flattered. Like you two are really getting on really well. <laughs> You're over there by yourself. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Uh, anyway, those were our favorite taxi moments in movie history. You can let us know. As we said, you can tweet us at Bigger UC, get in touch on Instagram as well. Uh, and if you are getting in touch with uh, I've Got a Text, you can let them know your favorite taxi moments as well. Yeah, absolutely. Any it's taxis key. in Love Island? or? I feel like they might get a taxi when they get dumped from Love Island okay. to the airport, but they don't show that. But maybe they should. Definitely. Yeah, grand great content. Yeah. Um, now it's time for this week's big trailer on the Big Review Ski. And this time, is it? It is. It's over to Roy Cashin for this week's this, big trailer. Yes. I got it right. I'm so proud of you. I'm only allowed <laughs> one mistake per show. Yeah. <laughs> We're screwed. Uh, yeah, this is uh, the, the next. Well, actually, no, I guess The Lion King is the next, but the next, next mm -hmm. live action Disney adaptation. And it is Mulan. Mm. Um, which is hitting our cinemas March 2020. Um, and having watched the trailer, I actually got way more uh, excited about it than I was previously, because I was like, oh, it looks like they're going a bit Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragony, which yeah. 
I'm totally on board with 100%. because some people are giving out uh, off the back of the trailer and it was announced that there's going to be no songs. No yeah. music. No, there might be music, but it's not oh, music. Well, yeah. No music. Yeah. Definitely not a musical number yeah. anyway. No talking dragon. No music. Voiced, voiced by Eddie Murphy. Mm. No. It's, they're sticking to a more realistic portrayal of, uh, of the story. But um, yeah, like I don't. Does she get into like dude makeup or pretend to be a man at any point in this trailer? I didn't um, spot it. I don't think no, she does. because whenever she's doing the battle scene, she still has her hair down and yeah. everything. Yeah. Another person's got her yeah. hair down. Her hair looks great in all the battle yeah, scenes. It does. Well. Yeah, definitely paid at least five hundred euro for that. Yep, at least. Um, <laughs> at least. Uh, so no, well, I suppose whenever she's got like the helmet on, but still, like you can't really right, tell right there when she's <laughs> yeah flipping arrows at people. Yeah. It's not it's not abundantly clear that she's pretending to be. Is it her own dad? Full um, disclosure: I haven't seen the original. You haven't Mulan. seen the original. What? Yeah. I haven't seen it. It's well, okay, Denise. Maybe that's this. why you think what? the trailer's good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe oh. oh, geez. Damn! Oh, let's take a look at, <laughs> take look a at the controversial trailer. Oh, no. <laughs> well, we called the hospital for a skin graft after that sick burn. <laughs> Quiet. Composed. Graceful. These are the qualities we see in a good wife. These are the qualities we see in Mulan. It is my duty to fight. You join us live on the Big Rooski where Denise is absolutely destroying Rory here because he's never seen Mulan before. No, no, she wasn't destroying me. I think she's destroying this trailer. Oh, it's the trailer. You don't okay. like the trailer? I don't like the trailer. No. You're not a fan. I'm not a fan. Okay. I have seen the original many a time. And when they're making a Disney remake, I'm like, do you think that children are going to want to see this film or even preteens or anyone that's uh, younger than like 20. Yeah. Mm. It just looks like nothing to do with Mulan. Like we've no talking dragon, we've got no songs. Like I want to hear the tracks that made the Disney movie iconic. And I just don't think any of that is in it. And when I was watching it, I was like, if you didn't tell me that the title of this is Mulan and I had to look at it, like, would I guess it's Mulan? Would I guess it's a kind of ninja-like film or something? I don't That's know. That's fair. Fair point, fair yeah, point. I Maybe it's know. because I don't have that connection to it that I'm like, oh, it looks pretty good. Yeah. Mulan because it was released late 90s. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, because obviously Lion King, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, Hercules, Pocahontas, Little Mermaid was eight, late 80s, but all those films were released around the same time and people and Hunchback of Notre Dame as yeah. well. So people have their own favorites. Everybody kind of went for Aladdin and Lion King mm -hmm. as well. But uh, the trailers for Lion King and Aladdin still appealed to like, yeah. younger children. They were magical and they were exciting. This just looks a bit too action. No songs. Not for no, you. no. It, no. it gives me like a almost a Hunger Game, Hunger Games vibe of like strong female, younger, given like people yeah, like but, aspirations. But not for a younger audience, I don't think. I don't think Maybe there's not. any like no Mulan resonates through that bar. The fact that they have like a lead that kind of looks similar to the cartoon. Yeah, I um, I didn't look like the original was fine, but it wasn't one of those ones that I fell in love with at the time. Because mm. I think yeah. Hercules came out the year before, and I love Hercules so so much. Hercules. I love yeah. Hercules. <laughs> yeah. The soundtrack of Hercules. It's amazing. Like, imagine if they were trying to remake Hercules today without that soundtrack. You'd be like, absolutely not. Don't do it, Disney. Cut. Don't do it. Not yeah. that Disney are listening to us anyway. Yeah. Actually, little known fact: Reflection, which was one of the songs from the original Mulan film, okay. was Christina Aguilera's very first single. Oh. She recorded it for the film. I seen her live in Las Vegas last month, and she sang it there. <laughs> Did and she actually gave the whole story of how <gasps> how she uh, how how it like launched her career? It's Imagine a bit of reflection song. over that trailer. It, that would even help us. But you see, what they I think what they've said is they're not including the original songs, but they will include the original songs as part of the soundtrack in the rest of the film as well. But still, you'd like to hear a few bars of that, wouldn't you? Just anything. Do, I'm going to watch the original one and do, then do. and then watch it's only like one. an hour and a half, an hour and twenty. You're going to miss the so. dragon. Then I'm yeah. going to tell you that now. Right. Well, they obviously based like Mushu Eddie Murphy's character on the success of Robin Williams as the genie. Yep. They were like, that worked. Get a big Hollywood. Comedian, <laughs> and whatever Danny DeVito in was in Hercules. Oh, he was the little uh, fawn. 
Yeah. As well, he was great. Uh, I think but, you need a sidekick. You know, you just need sidekicks in these Oh, movies. I thought you were talking about me. I was like, I'd love a sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Thanks. And I thought you were talking about me, and I was like, he's there. I'm right here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Mulan is out, you said, next March 2020? End of March 2020, yeah. If we kick up enough of a fuss, they might add in the dragon in post or some of the songs as well. So Potentially. Or Christina yeah. will come back and do like a different version of that song and we'll all be happy. Mm. We'll be over the moon. Um, so that is Mulan. Uh, before that, we will have, we'll be taking a look at The Lion King uh, next week. Next week, yeah. Um, which is the next one on the Disney slate. Um, now though, in cinemas at the moment uh, is Spider-Man Far From Home. It's getting rave reviews, most notably here on the big review scheme. Most notably. Um, we, most notably. Don't laugh at that. Um, we did have Tom Holland, Zendaya and Jacob Battle on, on the show last week. But uh, as we said, a firm fan favourite is back once again because he was here for Glass earlier uh-huh. on in the year. And there was something else. There definitely was There was another else. one. Maybe it was before Christmas as well. But yeah. uh, Mr. Samuel Lorkin Jackson is back on the show. Lorcan. And uh, before we hear from Lorkin, uh, <laughs> here's a little look at Spider-Man Far From Home. But I'm just a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Bitch, please, you've been to space. What do you want, Peter? I want to go back on my trip with the girl who I really like and tell her how I feel. MJ, I am Spider-Man. No, of course I'm not. I mean, it's kind of obvious. You're right, you may not be ready, but this is my responsibility. Saving the world requires sacrifice. Sometimes people die. Oh my God. I just always feel like I'm putting my friends in danger. The world needs the next Iron Man. Are you going to step up or not? I gotta get you guys out of here. Get on the jet. Who are you? I work with Spider-Man. You work for Spider-Man? I work with Spider-Man, not for Spider-Man. New plan. I don't care if Samuel L. Jackson has been on the show 14 million times before. Um, I'll have him back every single week, not a bother. Yeah. He is unbelievably cool. Rory, you're also very cool. Um, oh. Who was the coolest person in the room when you met him? The cameraman. Oh, really? No. Damn it. It was the sound man. Oh, <laughs> was uh, it the yeah. sound yeah, man? because he was sound. Oh, it was oh. the coolest one. Okay. Well, I was leaving. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so that's fine. So Samuel L. Jackson is obviously a stalwart of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, Nick Good Fury. word usage. Thanks. Mm. Universe. Um... <laughs> Nick Fury has been there since Iron Man at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And uh, when he popped up in the end credits, he's probably been in the majority of the films. He's been in 11. 11. Including this one. Oh, so he's 50%. 50% yep. there. Glass half full. Um, but yeah, so he's a little bit jaded now, or is he, you know, do you feel he's still got that kind of like, I love the MCU? Well, like, I'll answer that, I'll answer that question in, in a minute. With another question. But yeah, because... <laughs> We did eventually end up talking about uh, about his future in the MCU, but before that, uh, I was chatting to him about what he figured the highlights of his career, or yeah, of his career uh, portraying Nick Fury was within the MCU, because <clears throat> as you said, he's been in pretty much half. There's been twenty three now, including Far From Home. He's been in eleven, uh, so he's been either involved in or at least part of some of the major aspects of the MCU so far. So I was curious what he thought the highlights of the MCU has been so far, because it's been a lot. It's been, it's been a road. I would, I would guess that you know, there, there, there are things that have happened that moved Nick Fury in different directions. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess the first one was when you know, the Winter Soldier reveal when he's sent away to kind of find out what's going on to Red Skull and all those people, uh, Hydra, and um, where he's been, where was he during Civil War when the kids were fighting and he could have come back and might have changed the course of what was going on there yeah. if he'd been there. Um, and then to get to to Captain Marvel and find out that there was a time he did not know that there were extraterrestrials and people with superpowers and that learning curve for him and his relationship with her 
to this particular place where he's been blipped out and when he comes back and he admits that, you know, I'm so used to knowing everything, now I know nothing. <laughs> so he's not real happy about that. He's kind of grumpy. Interesting to hear him talk about Captain Marvel there as well because out of all the MCU, that's the one that's come in for a lot of stick. Um, like from people online, stupid people online, um, where they're not as much of a fan of that or Carl Danvers or Brie Larson mm. in the role. But it's it's nice to hear him talking, like someone who's been there through so many and it still registers as a highlight for him as well. Yeah, like, yeah, I think he really cemented for me why cats are evil, I shouldn't be trusted. True, cats are, Denise, where do you stand on cats? Oh, I would stand on a cat. I was going to say, I, yeah, I, yeah, I would stand on a cat. Yeah, no harm. Um, but yeah, no, dogs all the way. When I hear people saying they're a cat person, no. There's I judge them immediately. No, there's something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. If they're a cat person, then they're not they, an Owen person. They can't be trusted. No. People I'm on also Tinder like and I'm like, cats? Yeah. All right, this yeah. is, so Denise gave a plug to her podcast earlier on. Roy, do you want to plug your Tinder profile? No. <laughs> okay, fair enough. You sure? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Triple sure? Yeah, okay. Let's okay. just focus on the show. <laughs> anyway, what else did you talk to Samuel L. Jackson about? I am just being burned left and right. <laughs> no, no, Here's one some water so, for this burn. That's so funny. <laughs> the what you, what else Here's a clip of Samuel L. Jackson talking about <laughs> the future so, of his role in MCU. Okay. Let's just go straight to that. Roll clip. Yeah, I think it's great. You know, all of, all the of movies in the MCU have sort of have their own uh, timber mm -hmm. and their own sort of genre. You know, this it is it's interesting to go from Iron Man to what the the attitudes are in that movie to the Avengers to Guardians of the Galaxy to you know Doctor Strange to Spider Man. They're all very different. Very yeah. And they all serve a different sensibility for an audience. So I think, you know, they've they've tapped into something that's going to be great and just listening to what they're planning, you know, with the, the Asian version of whatever, you know, the the universe is going to take on to the new casting that they keep talking about the other people from even hearing Kevin say, well, we're trying to get, you know, Keanu Reeves to join the, the Marvel Universe. Kind of go, what would that be? John Wick and the Marvel Universe. Well, like, I, I, like that's... That would be perfect. Hey, see I'm about it. Like, like, yeah. And if you're not in that film, I think everyone will be super disappointed too. We need Sam and Keanu <laughs> in the MCU together. Yeah, fascinating. <laughs> what do you think of his answer? Uh, good. Actually, the full interview is pretty class as well. Because um, those are just two little tidbits from it. Bits uh, of tid. <laughs> the full, all the rest of the tidbits are up in one full video. Uh, up on Joe as well, because that's the way videos work. As you can go and check those out there as well. And Roy, you said, do you go and watch the film? Oh, you yes, loved absolutely. Very, Paul loved it as well. Especially when you see what happens specifically to Nick Fury's character in this. Holy moly. Oh. Right, okay. We have okay. to stay for the end credits. Okay, that's oh. very, very as intriguing. Well. Okay. I love those little treats. You have to stay yeah. till the very yeah. end. Oh. It's like when you think the bag's empty and you're like, oh, there's one more. Yeah, I love that's it. It's the best yeah. one. Definitely. It's a trill. Um, so, Spider-Man Far From Home uh, in cinemas right now. And speaking of new releases... The first of those this week, we've got three up this week. And the first one, as we said, was Stuber, um, which inspired our taxi-related question <sighs> earlier on. Mm -hmm. Before we hear Rory's review of it, we have heard a massive sigh there, so I'm Stuber. getting an indication. Yeah. Stuber. Stuber. And I like, like the trailer. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's a little look at the film uh, before we hear the full review. Please be a five-star ride. Hey! Uber? Yeah. Be cool, be nice. Hey. Let me guess, you want me to drive you to all the Sarah Connors in the city? <laughs> Koreatown, now. Hold on, I'm gonna bang a Yui here real quick. Nope, don't got it. Step on it, please. Oh, didn't quite make it, just... Just a couple more points and we got it. Stu, what's going on? I've been taking this cop around. And we're on, like, cop missions. Where are you? I want you to come over. I really need you. Three red roses. Girl is thirsty. Stuber, as we said, out in cinemas this week. Where, like, presumably the name of the film is taken from Uber. Your man drives an Uber. And his name is Stu. Is that oh. it? That's it. That's it, Stuber. But, like, if you don't know his name is Stu. Yeah, that, well, I didn't. The title, you're like, what does Stuber mean? Okay. I know it's Uber. Stupid yeah. Uber? That's stupid what I Uber. thought. Like, yeah. I thought he was a stupid yeah. Uber driver. Yeah. And then I found out, no, it's just that his name is Stu. Have you ever been in an Uber? I have. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What? An Uber X, actually. 
What's oh, a new hello. Bidet? Is that like after yeah. dark Washer or something? Bex. That's like the no, fancy, fancy way of like having like water. water and everything. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like the driver wears a suit. Look at you living the high life. I know, right? <laughs> Holy moly, do you get that like on work account or what's the crack? God, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, Stuber, Dave Bautista, Camille Nanjiani. Yeah. Like a body cop style thing, teaming up. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so the movie starts with uh, Dave Bautista and his uh, cop partners, played by Karen Gillan. So, oh, Guardians okay. of the Galaxy mini reunion. And they're chasing down uh, Iko Uwe from The, the Raid. Raid. And he's like a big drug dealer. Um, and then there's the, it goes all wrong. And then Dave Bautista is like, I'm, I'm a lone wolf now. And I'll never take another partner ever again. And then he has to get eye surgery because he's getting old. You okay. can see him in the trailer, he's wearing like what looks like fancy ski goggles. But he's just had like LASIK surgery or whatever okay. that is. So he can't really see. So he, uh, he ends up having to hire an Uber to just track down a lead. And that's where... Stu, the Uber driver, comes in, uh, and over the course of the day, he, he, the two, the two of them just end up getting like more and more involved in each other's lives, and blah blah blah. blah. Now, <clears throat> here we go. The reason why none of this works <laughs> straight from the beginning is if you were in Camille Najani's position, yeah, who can be very funny. The big sick was great. What was that two uh, years ago? Love that. Um, the, like his character uh, motivation is just to get a five star review on on Uber. Right? That's it. That's it. Nothing else. No, nothing else. Okay. So he will not. He simply is like, I want to go. There's there's people trying to kill me. There's so people I'll keep helping at me. you no matter what happens. I want as long that five as star as long review. as you give me a five star review. Okay. That's it. And I like this is after like people are shooting at him. Yeah. Uh, there's been multiple car accidents, there's been explosions. Would you not be like, do you know what, actually? Standard taxi journey. It's he grand. really loves his job. In Dublin, maybe, but not, <laughs> yeah. but like, you just be like, no, I'm just, I'm a go. Is that not kind of funny, though? Or is it funny for like a wee moment and then not for like an and hour and a like, half for, for the very first bit when, when they're just going to the first kind of clue for the mission. Yeah. yeah. And Dave Batista is being like a scary, angry, huge man in the car. And then Camilla's like, uh, like then yes later when there's literally when your life is on the line just to get a just to get <laughs> a five star thing five star review and does he think he's going to sit down after open his app and tap all five stars like I mean surely not he, like, that's the last thing on his mind yeah. <laughs> it's just <laughs> now having said that there are having said that I loved it having it said was that, amazing go five, see it five star <laughs> film five star film some very funny scenes in it but they are Staggered. Few and far between. Yeah. There's one decent action scene at the start where you go away and then there isn't the second one for the rest of the film. <laughs> uh, kind of funny every now and again. The two of them actually do have some good chemistry together. But as you said, just off air, uh, it is a bit like someone may have said, tried to sell the script to The Rock yeah. and Kevin Hart and they were like, Nah. No. No, this one's not for us. And I'm scared that the trailer gave away all the laughs because the trailer, I did laugh a lot at the trailer. Yeah. So now after what I hear from you, I'm scared. That yeah, a lot of the a lot of the decent laughs are in the trailer, especially mm -hmm. if you watch the Red Band trailer because it actually is quite violent and there's a lot of swearing, you guys. Denise is a big fan of that, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sweet, happy yeah. days. Honing it in for this show. <laughs> yeah, I really. Very professional. Yeah. Mm. Thanks again for that. You're welcome. Um, so if you'd like to give the bigger reviews, give five star, like on any, like not on YouTube, like on anywhere you get your podcast, mm. we will be willing to do anything, just like Camille Nanjiani in the film as well. So please, five stars, thanks. Um, anything? So, anything. <laughs> not recommended then? Goodness. No. Um, there's literally nothing else on. And it's, <laughs> and it's, okay. And it's raining and you have an hour and a half to kill. Yeah, because you would think Camille Nanjiani's funny and Dave Bautista has a lot of like on-screen presence, charisma as well. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously he's trying to branch out from playing Drax in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as well. What else did he do? Oh, he did Spectre where he was like a burly bad guy in that as well. But yeah. more of a lead role in this, but sure, listen. Um, Stuber, which means... Stew and Uber, not stupid Uber, mm. uh, is out in cinemas this week. Uh, one of the other releases this week is Jim Jarmusch's latest film. It's The Dead Don't Die. And I remember when the trailer for this was released and 
like people got very excited because of Bill Murray in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Adam Driver. Are you going to do the whole cast? Because I don't know. Those yeah. are the only two people I remember. Let's take a look at the clip. <laughs> Is our plan to inform people about the zombie danger before it gets dark? I guess so. Because we passed Farmer Miller's place a little while ago. Do we need to inform him? Farmer Miller. Oh, okay. Oh my. Are you in this together? So how the f you kill a zombie? Slow down a second, Cliff. Excuse me. You gotta kill the head. Kill the head. Decapitate. It's the only way to kill. Jesus. We gotta get prepared. Oh, that's bad. Yuck. That's unfortunate. She's alive? Holy shit. Look out, kids. The dead don't die. I got this, Cliff. The Dead Don't Die, a zombie film. It looks like with a wee bit of a twist um, because it's got that really, or it seems like it has that really deadpan Bill Murray type humor where it's like there's nobody really panicking too much that there's zombies coming to attack them. Mm. But uh, yeah, what's it about? Um, well, there's been polar, polar fracking uh, and it has caused the earth to go off its normal axis. Um, of course. And then these people in, in small town America, like population of 750 or something, uh, they notice that the sun isn't going down at the regular time and all the electronic stuff isn't really working and all the pets in town have all disappeared. And they're like, oh, so it's kind of weird. Uh, I guess we'll slowly look into it. Uh, Adam Driver and Chloe Sevigny and Bill Murray are the cops in the, in the small town. And they notice that some of the locals, their bodies have been eaten. And they're like, oh, maybe it's like animals or a wild pack of animals have come into town. And I guess that's fine. We, we won't look too much further into it. But then more and more reanimated corpses start to show up around the place. Nightmare. And they have to... They have to react to that in a very Jim Jarmuschian way, which completely rubbed me up the wrong no. way. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, no. because I, <laughs> I really liked his last movie, which was Only Lovers Left Alive, which is a fantastic vampire movie mm -hmm. with Tilda Swinton and Tom Hiddleston. Uh, this one is, is so, it tries to be so meta. Like there's, not to really ruin anything, but like, there's a point in the film where it's like, what do we do next? And he's like, oh, we should go here. I was like, well, why would we go there? And it's like, well, that's what it says in the script. Yeah. That oh, kind right. of. Really? Yeah, that kind oh, of meta where okay. you're like, what? No, 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 don't uh, be that. It's, it's, it, but it doesn't add anything. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, yeah. there's, no, there's no meaning behind it. Um, everyone in it is, is clearly having a ball. Like <laughs> yeah. the cast is insane, absolutely insane. Like. Tilda those Swinton. two people I mentioned. Yeah. Those two people. Those two big yeah, stars yeah. out of a massive lineup of other no, stars. No, we do. We do. Well, like Tilda Swinton's a Scottish samurai, okay. who's also a uh, mortician. Okay. So like, it was just. Uh, I imagine Jim was like, "What would you like to do?" And yeah. she was like, "Well, I've never done the Scottish accent. I'd like to play with a sword, but I'd also like to put makeup on dead people." He's like, "Great, perfect. That's your character. Do all of that. You go next. Uh, yeah, it's just." It's just a bit of a a bit of a mess that could have could have gone the other way. Like there was, you could almost see it at the start where it was almost like a, the Colin brothers were doing a zombie yeah. movie, but it just it got away from them. What about Bill Murray? Is it not worth going to see? Because Bill Murray can obviously do no wrong. Obviously, he can do loads wrong. But yeah, he's um, done Garfield. So. Yeah, Carol <laughs> Kane. Yeah. She can do no wrong. She's Carol Kane. Too. Yes, absolutely love her. She's an icon. She's in it for thirty seconds. Yeah, I was just watching the trailer behind <laughs> Owen's like, there, and I last. felt like I see, I <laughs> yeah. saw, I this, saw someone going down. That's all of Carol Kane's <laughs> part right there. Okay, yeah, it really is. Selena Gomez is she in a lot of it? She is not. No, she's in it for about five minutes. It does feel like he rang up all, like the director rang up all his famous mates. Was like, "What day are you free?" Yeah, and they did a wee bit. Let's it's a very little, little yeah. like of people overlapping. Okay, it's Adam Driver and Thingy Murray do a lot of scenes together, but everyone else is like, "Are you free?" Yeah, come on, we'll do a scene. Okay, well, it feels like we're on a great roll so far. Stuber, The Dead Don't Die. Um, okay, I'd still, see, I'm still intrigued by this, like, because, again, the trailer with Adam Driver, I'd watch Adam Driver and Bill Murray be, like, cop partners driving yeah. around all day anyway, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I wanted Stuber I to be. I got kind of Sean Bill of the Murray Dead vibes Driver. from that yeah, trailer. Exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, I'd, well, you know, like, go find out for yourself. Okay, thanks. Okay.
And well then done. come back and tell me how right I was. <laughs> um, the third big release out this week is, it's a documentary. Is it Ron Howard who's directed this? Yeah. So this is Pavarotti. We did have Asif Kapadia in just recently uh, chat about his brand new documentary, Maradona. Um, so they, they love these one named um, titled documentaries as well. Uh, this one, of course, is by um, or about Luciano Pavarotti, the famous Italian tenor. And uh, like unbelievable singer. Like, I know, have you heard Roy sing? No. Voice of an angel. I was just about to get you to give me a line of Pavarotti. Yeah. Oh, well, well they get... call me Joe's Ariana Grande. Can you name a Pavarotti song? Well, the one he's most famous for is Nessun Dorma, whenever mm. he performed that, and that's from Puccini's opera, Turned Up. Let's take a look at the clip, yeah. <laughs> My father was a tenor. My mother says, my son sing with a beautiful voice. I said, Mama, you say that because you are my mother. No, because I don't say that when I hear your father. <laughs> Luciano was singing in all the theaters. He was just opening his mouth. Everything was easy. He was a nervous wreck before every performance. He would always say, I go to die. We go to die. Can you be sure you'll hit the note? No, that is the beauty of my profession. <laughs> Denise, are you okay? Are you feeling a little bit... bit emotional. Yeah. It's, it's, it's moving. I'm scared that you're staring at me. It's moving. I think it's really well, moving. We, we've, we've agreed on everything else so far. No, we actually have. We actually yeah. have. I just get nervous. The, the way they use the music in that trailer and some of the wee quotes about him like talking about his mammy and all, I can see why like, I got emotional there. See, well. imagine if Mulan had that. Saying, That's what you're looking looping for. Looping back. Imagine if Pavarotti <laughs> was in Mulan. Yeah, if only he hadn't died. Yeah, where are you, Pavarotti? Um, so, Rory, as we said before, secret of a good documentary. It's not really a secret. But if you're not interested in something mm -hmm. and it hooks you, gets you in and teaches you something you didn't know and you're like, bloody hell, that was amazing. Yeah, or if you know everything about the subject and watching it, you're like, oh, I thought I knew everything about yes. the subject. Yeah. You learn a bit more emotional depth about it. Like you with Maradona. Exactly, but this for me is the former. I was like, obviously everyone knows who Pavarotti is, but like his life story, not so much. Um, this is what I call a Wikipedia movie. Ah, no. Where Ron Hart's better than that. He, well, he, he can be. <laughs> yeah. We've, we've seen, You're like, he can't he too. <laughs> um, yeah, like it doesn't, it doesn't go too far into maybe showing the more negative aspects of Pavarotti um, and his personal life. Whenever it focuses on his music, it is outstanding. And do go see it in Omniplex, in the best sound screen or whatever you can. Yeah. Because uh, they, they they use footage from, uh, what was the, the Three Tenors? The Three Tenors, famous concert, mm. him with Jose Carreras and Placido Domingo. Thing. The three boys. I love the way you put on the accent yeah, and everything. The three, it's, three, it's three, very origi intimidating. three original <laughs> tenors. Because now you get everybody, like there's three Irish tenors, 90 million tenors. We could set up a group called the Three Tenors as oh, well. Oh, no, we yeah. should. We should sell. We could know, do okay, the intro to the big review ski, like a little chime. Okay, we'll, we'll do that. We'll do that at the very end. I look forward <laughs> to that. Yeah, I might have to run off, but yeah, we'll do that. Um, but yeah, sorry. Yeah, so whenever those moments are happening. Yeah, whenever it focuses on the music stuff, it is, uh, it is very, very impressive and it does show you just how like otherworldly his talent was. Uh, and then there's some like other random interesting bit tidbits, like I didn't know he was such good friends with Diana, Princess Diana. Mm -hmm. um, and they had kind of worked together on like charity stuff, but also they just got on really, really well. Um, and they, uh, they interview his, I think his first wife, and then I don't know, like his second wife and some of his daughters. Uh, Bono gets a lot of screen time. Bono was they his did. third wife. Yes. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> third wife and second son. Because <laughs> uh, they, obviously they did, uh, was it Miss Sarajevo? Or oh, did they do a whole big thing together as well? Oh, they had a song. Oh, did two, they? You two and Pavarotti. Oh, right, right, okay. Um, Thought you'd know that now, you big buff. Uh, don't yeah. like you two. No, I actually do like you two before everyone in the two gets mm. I actually do like you two. Not the country to yeah. say that. <laughs> no, I do like you two. Fine. Uh, yeah, so Bono gets a lot of screen time and like really sings his praises. Uh, so yeah, so there is... There's some very interesting highlights, but uh, it is very like he was born here on this year, and, and then at this age he realised he had this talent, and then here's his first thing, blah, 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 okay, and doesn't there's no depth to it. Okay, really. it just skims the surface of his life basically. Yes. Okay. Okay. I think maybe that we're still going to go and see it. 
Daddy, I'll see you there, 100%. Oh. Yeah. Um, no, we are. We're going to go and see. Do you see know what? It. Hang on. How do you feel about the word daddy? Um, like in context to talking to your own father? Yeah. I think it's a bit kind of like zaddy, like you're on about like a hot older man. A bit, a bit zaddy? No, no zaddy. zaddy. Like D-Z-A-D-D-Y, like a zaddy. Yeah. Are you trying to say daddy? No, you're trying to say zaddy. No, you're trying to say zaddy. Zaddy. No, you have to, it's the D with the Z followed zaddy. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like, sounds like what you're on about. Yeah, see. Like I wouldn't call my own dad daddy. I think it'd be a bit weird. Thank you. What if I called your dad daddy? That would be even weirder. Slightly. So a few years ago, I used to teach a guy, right, uh, who was a boxer and he wanted to learn how to sing. So I was like, grand, I'll teach you how to sing. There's more stuff to that story. But basically he came in. But whenever you were like doing like little like vocal exercises with him and you do like da 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 stuff like that. And we used to get higher and higher, and everyone has like a specific kind of range where they're comfortable in singing. Like Pavarotti's range was unbelievable, and that's sure. why everything was so easy for him. But this boxer, because he was trained in like never give up, always you know strive to be the best, he refused to believe that his voice would go wouldn't go any higher. So he would like do it again, go higher, go higher. So his nickname, because he was a singing boxer, I call him Pavarotti. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was going to loop back to the daddy situation. I really so was, I was waiting for the daddy. I didn't realize you had jumped tracks. No, we you, had changed. No, I had to move things on because I didn't know what zaddy meant. So, yeah. Pavarocki. <laughs> anyway, like, and you call the boxer daddy. I was like, that's where we're going. No, Pavarocki is like. No, Pavarocki all the way. So if you're out there listening and still singing and boxing, good luck to you. Um, so Pavarotti is out in cinemas uh, this week as well. So we've got Stuber, The Dead Don't Die, Pavarotti, and Spider-Man. Far from home, go see that. Uh, Shell <laughs> Now it's time for the big competition on the Big Rooski. Uh, <laughs> I know the name of the show. Um, I want to say a massive congratulations to, as we said, we got five winners, but three up this week, two for next week. <laughs> Matt. Um, congratulations to Cahill Began, Una Eustace, and Christopher Davy. Uh, who I got the correct answer to last week's high clue. So, Denise, you haven't been here for the high clue before. No, I haven't. This is pretty exciting. Do you know what the high clue is? <laughs> no. Explain. Okay, here we go. Can we, can we see the high clue on screen, please? This last so, week's last one. week's high clue, basically, it's a three-line film riddle. Okay. And each of the lines is a clue to a particular film, so they all add up to tell you the name of one particular film. So it might be clues to a bit of the plot okay. or the director or some of the actors in it yep. as well. So last week's head clue was Brill Sailor's Regal. Lightning strikes family home while bro plays love games. The other thing about it, it's called a haiku because it's kind of based on the structure of a haiku, the Japanese poem. So it's like oh, five syllables, seven syllables, yeah. five syllables. That's all a bit waffly, though. Basically, yeah. you just need to guess. Yeah, he's, that's he, it. He's made it too, too intelligent too, for anyone to really <laughs> like. So he said, Brill Sailor's Regal, Lightning Strikes Family Home, while Bro plays love games. So these, is there any film jumping out there? No, like, I used to get fair in my problem solving in primary school. Like, I nice. used to have the fair box ticks. It was the only thing always. <laughs> so when I look at that, I'm like, what? No, not, not for you. Over to be fair, my this head. Is, this is, uh, I think it's a, nasty this is one. above average in difficulty. Although Ian, who works in the show, shout out to Ian, was like, he felt this was the, he got it like that last week. He was like, no, it's the easiest one so far. But no, I definitely don't think so. So, uh, Roy, did you have any idea what the, what the answer was? Yeah, it took, a, it took a few minutes to, to piece together, but I think I got there in the end. Drum roll, the answer is... Is it the Royal Tenenbaums? Is it the Royal It is the Royal Tenenbaums. <laughs> Denise is like, no, it's not the Royal Tenenbaums. Nope. No, no. <laughs> nope. So uh, the reason uh, it was the Royal Tenenbaums, it was Brill Sailor's Regal. That was all a reference to Gene Hackman. The sailor bit was uh, he plays Popeye. Um, he's Regal because he plays Royal Tenenbaum in the film. And uh, he's Brill because he's a brilliant actor. But also uh, he plays Brill, uh, that's the name of his character, in Enemy of the State, which is a massively underrated film. Um, we just talked about that film the other day. Such a good show. Um, so that was all about Gene Hackman. The middle line, Lightning Strikes Family Home. Lightning was a reference to Owen Wilson, who plays Lightning McQueen. He strikes family home because he kind of comes in and messes up their family, but, but he also crashes a car physically into the house, kills the dog, RIP dog. Um, John McAbee after him. And the final line, while bro plays love games, 
His brother, Luke Wilson, plays love games because he's in love with his sister, but weird. Um, but also plays love games. He's a tennis player. So mm-hmm. love there as well. <sighs> Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah, all good. Sweet. Sorted. Happy enough with that. Yeah. Even yeah. explained, I'm like... Yeah. When, <laughs> you, when, did you, when did you zone out? Like, um, <laughs> just after the entry to the, the show. <laughs> the entry to the show. Welcome to the Big Review Ski. Um, so this week's high clue. Uh, no, this one. I think you like this one better. Okay. Definitely. Okay. So Still here we go. Get it. So, Gigolo's female. Kiss from a bad time fairy. Gentlemanly dick. So for everybody... Roy's doing comedy face. Can we get a look at Roy's comedy <laughs> face there? Um, There's a lot to take in there. For everybody uh, who's listening, uh, Gigolo's female. Gigolo's is Gigolo apostrophe S, female. Kiss from a bad time fairy, gentlemanly dick, and dick has a capital D. It um, sure does. It <laughs> certainly does. So uh, we do a quick syllable count. Gigolo's female, five. Kiss from a bad time fairy, seven, and gentlemanly dick, five. Five, seven, five, sorted, qualifies. Any, anything popping in the mind, anything? No. No, <laughs> sweet, <laughs> I mean, I, well, when you put it like that. <laughs> no. No. Like I'm laughing Just at no. gentlemanly dick. That's, that's giving me a laugh. That was there for a laugh. Yes, yeah, yeah. Thank you. It doesn't actually mean anything. It's just there to give that's you a laugh. That's the child I was in okay. school. Okay, fair. fair. <laughs> Take the fair advice. Like, it's yeah. a child I was in school and remain as an adult. <laughs> um, Roy, what do you reckon? Looks good. <laughs> Thanks, pal. Looks, looks like a good one. Yeah, your support means a lot. Cheers. Um, so, yes, we do have those Spider Man Far From Home packages to give away. Um, we said you can win. It's a Spider-Man backpack, a Spider-Man neck pillow, Spider-Man water bottle, and a passport cover. All the bits for travelling. Everything you need mm-hmm. covered in Spider-Man logos. Yeah, who wouldn't want that? Um, I say congratulations to Cahill Began, Una Eustace, Christopher Davy. Two more winners to announce. Um, yes, yeah, so we'll announce those next week. I think that's it for this week. Yes. Yes. Much. Coming soon. On next week's show, we're going to be taking a look at the brand new... Disney live it's not really live action it's animation like uh, uh, there is some live action in it yeah it's the Lion King I don't know I don't know because the Jungle Book got away with it because there was a human in there was it. a human in it so they can so, say live action mixed, yes mixed with CG yes this just looks like David Attenborough with famous voices <laughs> yeah the uh the premiere took place in America, I think, just earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Beyonce um, looks stunning. Yeah, like mm. it's... She released a new song for the movie. <gasps> yeah. That's right, as well. So, um, it's already a lot of people very excited about it anyway, but based on those kind of early word uh, from the premiere, it seems like uh, we're in for a bit of a treat. Especially after, Denise, you said, you can't stand the sight of Mulan. No, no I'm very upset about it. Obviously, yes. I'm still going to go see it. Obviously, obviously. But the trailer doesn't have me feeling the feels. Okay, gotcha. Um, So The Lion King will be out next week. Um, We're going to be taking a look at that. Uh, And Rory, be great to have you back. Denise, thanks a million for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's fantastic. Um, Any more plugs for... for for I've got a text. No, just if you miss Love Island, listen to my show. Yeah, <laughs> That's sweet. the way around it. <laughs> um, and then, can we come and guest on your show? Can we do that? Are you watching Love Island? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I could do an episode where people that just watch one episode of it come on and they give and you what they And first impressions. I can absolutely do that. Yeah. I will 100% yeah. I do think, that. I think that could be something okay. we could do. Yeah. And I've got a text before. Who texts you? Like, was you your texted mom? me. You te- Mommy did I text me. I texted you saying stop texting what me. What about daddy? <laughs> your daddy oh. texted me. So uh, we will see you next Jesus. week on The Big Abuse. But thank you to Paul and Sound, Fiona and Visuals, Ian as well for saying the high clues are too easy. We'll see you next week. Please subscribe to our show and Denise's as well. You're listening to The Big Review Ski on Joe. Brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas. See it all with my Omnipass.